Satan, Lucifer, Beelzebub, Old Scratch, Mephistopheles, the father of lies, the prince of darkness. What does the devil have to do with abortion? Apparently quite a lot today, which we're going to cover on Right to Life of Michigan's Life Beat. I am your host, Chris Gast, and joining me today are Anna Visser and Grace Hemmeke. Ladies, Satan bad. Very bad. Yes. Okay, let's just establish that from the beginning. <laughs> um, but uh, for our feature today, we're going to talk about uh, a, a very interesting and important topic. It kind of made the news because uh, everyone was talking about Satanism this week because of the performance, uh, the Grammys, uh, with Sam Smith on CBS. Uh, but we're going to talk about a, a different aspect of that, less uh, music video oriented and more ritual human sacrifice oriented. Uh, so the Satanic Temple has really embraced abortion as one of their, if not their main cause, uh, in their whole quest to, I don't know, defeat Christianity or religious freedom or however you want to characterize it. Uh, so we're going to talk today about kind of how they've gotten involved with it and, and what it means. Uh, I thought before we did all of that, we should explain what is Satanism uh, really quick. So uh, for, <laughs> for those of you that didn't go to Sunday school, the devil lives in... No, I'm just kidding. Um, so we should start out by establishing that according to the leaders of these groups... Um, they don't actually believe in Satan. Uh, they are generally, they say, atheists who believe there's no hope in anything and therefore we're going to advocate fiercely for these issues we believe in. doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, there's been some iterations of Satanism going back for like 150 years now. The modern sort of Satanist movement is sort of an atheist uh, play acting. Um, was started by a guy named Anton LaVey, who has uh, since passed away. Uh, but the main group that is doing all this abortion stuff is called the Satanic Temple, started by a guy who's, I don't know his real name, but his satanic name is Lucian Greaves. He's actually from Michigan. <laughs> and one of the other characters that's going to feature prominently in this podcast is Jex Blackmore. I doubt that's her real name as well. Um, but she's I part of the satanic that. temple from, from Michigan. So um, imported from Detroit should, in, or, you know, shouldn't mean, you know, the devil. But... For what we're talking about today, it kind of is all started here in Michigan. Uh, any any other thoughts we should talk about Satanism in general before we get to <coughs> their story? They, they say they don't actually worship Satan. They Satanic Temple says that. They do. I, they say I did that. not know that. I thought that. <laughs> I, oh, would, really? I just assumed that they Well, I mean, it, does, it doesn't matter, right? Like Satan doesn't care whether you're an atheist or explicitly worship him. So I think yeah. the, the best way to think about it is normal atheists, Donna Fedora, read a bunch of Sam Harris and debate you online. Uh, but for whatever <laughs> particular reason, these people have not gravitated towards that. Uh, they have instead gravitated towards the mischievous kind of worship of self. 
So we shouldn't say that they worship nothing. We should say that even if you take their stated beliefs at face value, what they really worship is themselves, putting themselves above everyone else. And uh, that probably is why they're the Church of Satan or whatever is split up a bunch of different times because, you know, egotistical people don't tend to get along very well. I feel um, like they are just atheists that are trying to make Christians mad by calling themselves Satanists. Right. Yeah. And they have kind of started this guy, the Satanic Temple, specifically to oppose religious freedom, and that's kind of morphed into going hardcore on abortion. So um, kind of where they began to pop up was in the idea of um, conscious rights and religious freedom rights uh, in America, and which, too, are not just for people uh, with religious beliefs, although the Biden administration recently tried to get rid of Obamacare's, um, well, enforce Obamacare's contraceptive mandate by eliminating the moral objection, saying, well, it's not religious, so they don't get a right to object because they're not religious believers, which is not something you expect the Biden administration to say, but, you know, when your goal is to punish pro-lifers in any way possible, you do whatever it takes. Um, but the Satanic Temple's theory is we're going to get, uh, we're, you know, we're going to get the First Amendment junked. We're going to get rid of all these religious freedom laws and whatever. Um, and we're going to do it by arguing that abortion is one of our religious beliefs and therefore it can't be restricted in any way. Um, so, but, you know, it's hard to take them seriously when they say, well, they don't have any religious beliefs. So you can't really go to a court and then say our sincere religious belief is abortion is a ritual of our uh, religion, but that's what they've been trying to do. Um, the person that succeeded in getting them a lot of attention in this realm was Jex Blackmore, who's from Michigan. On Thanksgiving of 2015, she actually uh, live blogged her abortion pill experience. And her blog has since been taken down online, but it was a very interesting read because she is a good writer and she didn't just gloss over things. I just want to read a couple quick uh, quotes from it. Um, this is Jex Blackmore. I couldn't sleep after taking the abortion pill. I couldn't sleep last night. Low, deep pains on my left side kept me awake. I'm still taking painkillers. I woke up frustrated that this is still happening. My body aches. I have no energy. I'm sick of this. Is it manageable? Of course, but I don't want to manage my life. I want to live it. And then talking about the actual, uh, well, abortion, if you will, something took hold of my abdomen and began to wring it out. I woke up covered in sweat and blurry-eyed. I vomited. Then I was taken over by electric resonant throbbing. I didn't feel prepared. I expected waves of pain, but this was relentless. Everything became a sort of alternative reality where I was floating above myself. I transcended pain and became primal and bloody. A relentless electric shock. I vomited again, then felt something drop out of me. I didn't look. And where she can be kind of artistic, describing, uh, you know, going mentally numb from the amount of pain. She also writes things like, some of my pregnancy tissue was aborted in a Big Lots bathroom today. You know, just a very flippant attitude of how an abortion works. So uh, her blog got a lot of attention in, in pro-abortion outlets like the Daily Beast and whatnot. Not the most popular thing. Um, but I thought it's so interesting that 
you know, she talked about the abortion pill and sounds like an awful experience, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Very awful. Like in so much pain that you're delirious. I've never experienced that much pain. You know, yeah. not with a you know, not with a broken bone, anything else. So uh, that's pretty interesting. It, so by the spring of 2016, besides just Jex Blackmore, she organized a counter protest. So there are Planned Parenthood po- uh, protests going on um, in Michigan, and she and her fellow Satanists showed up at one. And they were wearing uh, baby masks, uh, BDSM leather gear, uh, the whips, wa- sh- waving around baby powder. Um, and they were doing some weird sort of play acting uh, as a counter protest. Uh, I think you can still find a video of it online, but. Grace is shaking her head, yes. <laughs> oh, you've seen it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How would you describe it, Grace? Um, <clears throat> just as, as a mockery of life, really. Yeah. Of, of childbearing and, and, and everything. One of the guys dressed up in a priest garb was doing weird things to the baby. It's, oh. It was really weird. But it got headlines, which is their goal. Of course it did. Um, and since then, they've actually started to insert themselves into legal cases and try to get abortion declared to have, uh, you know, religious freedom protection. But... Law doesn't really work that way, you know. I mean, in today's day and age, I wouldn't be shocked if it did work <laughs> that way. Hey, 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 we have the Supreme Court now. The law actually works as it's written to work. <laughs> so, of, of course, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act was written to let uh, Indian smoke peyote. It has since been used to protect, you know, people from being forced to do things against mm-hmm. their will. Um, however, you cannot proclaim killing another person as part of your religion and then have that be uh, part of the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Right. Right. Common sense. Doesn't obviate the government's fundamental co-responsibility of protecting the life, liberty, and property of its citizens. However, they keep trying to do this in court. It doesn't work. You know, and, and again, part of their problem with this is one of sort of the tests for the Religious Freedom Restoration Act is it has to be a sincerely held belief. And when you publicly stay, whatever they privately believe, they publicly stay, they don't really believe in anything. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to then, you know, and this technically isn't a religion. This is all just performance art. Right. That's not going to fly in front of uh, most judges. <laughs> A pro-abortion judge, you know, anything flies as long as it promotes abortion, right? Right. Right. Fortunately. Right. Um, I'm. So the transition to the next topic. Uh, <laughs> so they've been doing this. They've been going around for a couple of years, challenging laws. They they stopped kind of doing the weird protests, but. Um, Jex Blackmore became, became kind of in the background. Um, she even did a mm-hmm. protest at the Michigan Capitol where she was holding a big wooden crucifix and walking on Good Friday to promote abortion. So, <laughs> oh yeah, 
YouTube missed plenty <laughs> while you were uh, not uh, old enough to have to witness all this fakakamamie garbage. Um, so in January 2020, uh, there's a show called Let It Rip on TV where they uh, in Detroit where they get people to come on with kind of agreed to that we're going to argue back and forth. Um, it's kind of an interesting show. And the pro-life person for that uh, abortion topic was Rebecca Kiesling. Mm -hmm. And for the pro-abortion topic, they found Jex Blackmore to show up. And she claims to have taken an abortion pill on camera live. Now, I mean, I've never seen Jex Blackmore lie. Um, I mean, she probably did. That, uh, she, you think she probably did? Probably. Uh, did she, you know? She, she seemed very sad about it, honestly. Well, she did. Yeah. Um, in, uh, for the one back on Thanksgiving in 2015, that sounds genuine, I'm pretty sure. You know, we don't know for sure. But, um, you know, here's an interesting question. Did she get pregnant just to... Well, that's what I've been wondering this whole time. Just to say that she had... So right. that would have been her second abortion at least. Yeah. I get the feeling... That's what she said in the interview anyway. What, that was her second? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's an interesting yeah. fact, you know, 25% uh, of all women in that waiting room in an abortion facility have already been there twice. So they're getting their third well, abortion. It's just interesting that she knows how horrible it is. Well, yeah, that's the interesting thing, because during the, the whole purpose of her doing that was to see, see, it's so easy. I popped a pill. Right. And that's it. But she's deleted her blog, but there is a there was a blog with days of experience of how horrible and awful and not easy it is. I mean, I she said it herself. I don't want to manage my life. I want to live it. You know, me, me, me. But I, and then she goes on TV. You know, did she forget what happened seven no, years ago? No, I, I have she, a feeling she didn't forget it. I don't know. I think she just maybe was hoping people forgot about her blog and wanted to show how easy it was on live television. I don't know. Um, I haven't heard about her since. She she was very good at getting media headlines, and then she kind of disappeared, and then she resurfaced. And maybe see, I, I don't think she, I don't think she'll get more attention now because I know the other side has tried to make shout your abortion a thing, mm -hmm. but I still get the sense that whenever that starts to come up, a, a new project or a person comes up with a new thing. They like let it go for a couple of weeks and then they kind of like shut it down because they're like, no, people are still not, you know, people don't like it when. Well, they probably don't really want to be associated with uh, the satanic temple is my guess. Uh, well, I think, you know, the amount of media attention they get, I think a lot of them don't have a problem with it. I mean, they go at great pains when they do is to explain, oh, they're not really satanists. They're just. They're just making fun of Christians. But Don't worry about it. But there's a lot of pro-abortion Christian people, and they have to realize that. There are, and they've been 
you know, Hillary, our congresswoman right here, Hillary Shulton, is a wonderful example our of that. Our president. <laughs> or, well, I don't think <laughs> I Joe Biden's a wonderful example of anything right now, but. Okay, but this, the Satanic Temple making headlines like this, this should be a massive wake-up call to those Christians who promote abortion. Like, if you claim you're a Christian and you claim you are in favor of abortion, you are now on the side of the Satanic Temple. And it's not like the Satanic Temple's providing nine-month, you know, weeks before birth, late-term abortions. No, they're doing telehealth. They're doing the pill, mm-hmm. which is where a lot of people think it's more of a gray area just yeah. because of the, the age, the gestational yeah, I age. Wonder, I wonder what they think about it. So if you're Christian and you're okay with abortion, you're siding with Satan right now. <laughs> just a heads up. Um, I think why... They don't want. They wouldn't want Blackmore to get a lot of attention, is because they can't portray it as flippant. Because people still need a lot of people to support it. The Hillary Shultons, perhaps, or the people we're talking about, need to believe that there's some sort of serious moral consideration, or you know, the the woman's really hemming and hawing, like this is an unfortunate, necessary evil. Like they need. If you're Christian, you mean. Well, no, just, well, yeah, but I'm sure other pro, pro-choice pro people, they, they need to think that this isn't just a flippant, like, ha, 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 I'm killing a baby. But so when Blackmore says, oh, it's easy, look, I did it, it's nothing, you know, some of my pregnancy tissue was aborted in a Big Lots bathroom today. They tend to not, they don't like that because that still turns most people off. If that turn people But overall, that is their goal. Right, that is their over the overall goal. So it's interesting to see, like the, all the shout your abortion stuff. Will this satanic temple stuff continue to draw news, or do they get, you know, shunted aside and they don't pay attention anymore because it hurts their? Well, what's the recent news? Why why are we? What what are we? Why are we talking about them right now? Well, the recent news is they're not content just to show up to protest or take the abortion pill anymore. Now they're trying to ship abortion pills through the mail to women. So, uh, the Satanic Temple uh, is now uh, wants to be an abortion provider. Well, they've been an abortion provider, meaning they have doctors a part of their group that provide abortions and I don't know I couldn't find exactly how long they've been doing this I think a couple years where they have they call it um TST health so you can read all about it on there but they just I think it's really strange really weird timing interesting timing that they just announced this on their website and it says coming soon, so it's not happening yet that they can do telehealth. And the way they're doing it is they're partner- partnering with abortion facilities in the in their area, and they're getting the pills through them. Right. So it's so and it's for women that want to have an ab- abortion ritual through the Satanic Temple, even though they're getting the same, they could get the same thing at a normal abortion facility. I don't really know. Anyway, they, um, it says coming soon on their website, and I just think it's so strange 
that they announced this right when the FDA changed the abortion pill so it can be in pharmacies now. You got to strike when the headline is hot. I mean, there's nothing edgy and cool about CVS. I know. Hey, but let's that, go down to CVS. But it makes out. me it makes me think that they are doing this expansion because now it will be easier for them because they can do it through pharmacies. And they're going to use pharmacies instead of local abortion facilities to do this. Because they have their doctors already. They don't need the abortion facility for the doctors. They needed it for the pill. But now they have pharmacies right. that they can just have those doctors at the satanic temple that's working with them. Put the prescription to the par- pharmacies and do it that way. So a woman walks up to CVS and is like, hi, I'd like my abortion pill. I have a prescription here from the Satanists. <laughs> yeah, basically. Dr. Lucifer said. They haven't said that that's their plan. They still say we're, we work with abortion facilities to do this, but it just makes me think that that's where they're heading towards. And that what is the whole intention behind it. And I'm just wondering, does Walgreens really... And CVS and Rite Aid really want to be working with the Satanic Temple. I don't know. They want to make money. Um, so before we talk about kind of abortion rituals and this sort of worship itself that's kind of inspiring all this, we should mention that to grab more headlines, they announced they were going to open a clinic in New Mexico called the Samuel Alito's Mom's Abortion Satanic, Satanic Abortion, abortion Facility. facility. To troll uh, the wonderful Supreme Court Justice Sam Alito and his uh, decision in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Healthcare. Um, you know, it's really true that Satan can't be creative, just screw up everything around him. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, it, that name's a mouthful. That's a lot to put it on, uh, fill out those, you know, business forms to open a healthcare facility. Although New Mexico and abortion, they probably don't have regulate them very well, so it probably doesn't matter. Um. Well, our someone in our office also found that they had a job posting for a nurse in Detroit. Oh. So maybe they're trying to expand even more. I don't know. Well, Whitmer said that she's going to fight like hell for abortion, so hell has answered the call. That is true. Um, so I thought we should talk about the abortion ritual thing. So now the Supreme, you know, the or the Satanic Temple says we don't really believe in religion. But they have these sort of rituals. But, you know, there has been a very sort of religious element being attached to abortion. I've seen in the last couple of years or even months, you know, um, people like doing votive candles or having pictures and incense mm-hmm. and meditation for their abortions and giving it a basically a ritual character um you know that that is then ritual human sacrifice how did they for describe prosperity. it on their website um it was Essentially saying a lot of, I don't know, incantations or mantras, if you will, and then just taking the pill. They're, I think one aspect of it was like looking in a mirror to see yourself and then oh, yeah. saying certain things of the satanic temples. Yeah. Okay. Who does this elevate? Worship elevates something, right? That's why it's worship. So what is 
who who or what is the abortion ritual elevating self okay i mean that that that's what abortion is at its core my life is more important than this child's life so even if the child has to die so that my life can go on because you know a lot of women when they face that crisis pregnancy they see it as the end of their life as they know it um then in their minds it becomes an act of self-defense right right because one of the things that you do in their abortion ritual is saying aloud the satanic temple's third tenet which is that one's body is inviolable subject to one's will alone basically making the ultimate authority in the world you yeah so interesting that people who do not believe anything is sacred you know believe the one thing that is sacred is themselves yep everything else not sacred me i i'm sacred um yeah, and that bodily autonomy argument, that's so interesting these days because we just went through the pandemic and and all that and arguments that public health and the public well-being trumps your bodily autonomy, um, you know, but then these people would turn around and argue for abortion. Oh, no, bodily autonomy trumps everything. Um, you know, I mean, for me personally, you know, there's a lot of philosophical arguments and whatnot brought up in the abortion debate, but it's really, it's just a frank expression, I just don't want to deal with a baby. That doesn't sound good. Let's put a right. sheen of a philosophy on it with, you know, rational sounding arguments, but ultimately, I don't want a baby. In, in the case of most abortions, it's just, I just don't want a baby. Um, so the satanic temple's saying the quiet part out loud? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which, you know, maybe why you might be right. They don't get a ton more attention. They seem to drop in and out of getting media attention uh, when they do that. It'll be interesting to see what they do next because they haven't gone away. And they keep trying to escalate. You know, they went from I had an abortion to now we're protesting to now we're filing legal lawsuits to now we are an actual abortion provider. Now we're even going to have a brick and mortar clinic in New Mexico. Um, one thing, you know, when you look at the stuff like the founder of Satanism, Anton, Anton LaVey, would charge people money to come to his stuff. So... You can read stuff, you know, whether you, you believe it was him or people trying to discredit him, but basically saying, I'm only in it for the money because these suckers are weirdos and they'll pay me money to, for, well, to do this Well, I think people weirdness. are like, it's kind of like cannibalism. There's some people out there that are so intrigued by it, but it, it's also <laughs> repulsing and scary. But you think the Satanists are just being edgelords? Yeah, like, there's a certain group of people that, like, maybe are indifferent about things. I don't know. But there's a certain, like, edge of, like, oh, I kind of want to – it's scary and I don't want to be a part of it, but I kind of can't look away. That's what they say they are, is they say that they're, they don't actually believe in Satan and they're just a bunch of edgelords making a point. No. No. They're no, they're not edge lords. Whether or not they believe in this, they're serving they're serving Satanism. Well yeah. But and the public thinks that. That's why. Okay. 
Well, I mean, I mean, even if even if you take Satanism at just face value for what it is, I mean, how does that John Milton quote go? Oh, better to serve in, serve. Sorry, no, better to reign in hell than serve in heaven. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so, uh, better to be in control of your own life, sort of, than have to answer to somebody else. So. I mean, that is the spirit of abortion and kind of the age we're in. People just want to do whatever they want, regardless of the consequences. Um, and so far, the only consequences the Satanists have to deal with is the media stops giving them attention for periods of time. So we'll see if this gets any more coverage. Um, not as uh, headline-grabbing as Sam Smith at the Grammys, but nevertheless, uh, you know, there are people doing, taking lives and trying to change laws and trying to affect the public debate under the guise of, of Satanism. So are, are Satanists out there? Grace would say, absolutely. Uh, and, and we would say, yeah, they're out there trying to kill babies because that's what they do. Right. Self above everything else, including our own children. Anything else uh, that we want to say in this episode? I don't think so. All right, we covered Satanism. Now we hopefully don't have to talk about it again for a while. Maybe they'll go away. We'll see. Maybe they won't. If they come back, you'll hear about it here on LifeBeat, I'm sure. Thank you for listening, everyone, and have a wonderful non-evil, a very holy weekend.